Welcome to Bonwe episode 48. I'm Justice. That that one over there is Matt. Uh, We're getting stuff that happened this week up on Discord. Did you see the new Matrix trailer at all? Yes. Dude, it looks fucking good. Everyone at work is like, man, it looks like John Wick. I'm like, it's Keanu Reeves in a suit. Of course, it's going to look more John Wick. Like, who the, f- who the fuck cares? It's a... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. The, the trailer looks good. Hopefully the movie's good. Maybe it will. I have no idea if it will will not look, be good. The trailer looks good, though. Yeah. Uh. So the, the weird thing is, like, you just have those moments where you also have to remember there are certain stuff that have taken place in a video game that are, like, actually uh, canonically... Can- canon? Yeah. So, I just forgot the word. Uh, the, you know, they're canon. So, like, Morpheus is dead. So, like, he can't be in the movie and certain stuff like that. Where it's like, it's just because video game exists, they made this. And they're just still working off of that. Which is interesting. Oh, I don't know what the budget is. I know nothing about this movie. So, I mean, I just brought it up because it was like seemed interesting but i don't see a lot of people super hyped for it like they would some other movies on there considering it's been how long since the last matrix or it uh 18 years yeah <laughs> so it's like listen man if you're gonna do another one you should have done one then this really just feels like a money grab i mean it basically is a feels like a money grab um i know they're gonna finish up some of the stuff within the story but it's still just it's at that point of like well, come on. sometimes there's also for the like some of the individuals that they were saying that like, it'd just be nice to like do another movie. Like Keanu Reeves doesn't need more money. But at some no, point No, it's not a cash grab for him, it's a cash grab for the studio. Maybe because but, like it's all not like the Keanu Reeves who's... like, let's go do it and make money. It's the studios that are like, yo, let's go do this. We're gonna get Keanu Reeves. But if I remember correctly, it was like uh one of the Wachowski uh, and Keanu Reeves being like, I mean, if they walked up to us and said, hey, you want to make like another Matrix, like I'd be down. It'd be kind of cool. And then that's when the studio's like, do you want to? I, I believe that's how that worked. Because one of the Wachowskis... Uh, well, it's usually the producer. Sisters. You get a producer, and the producer comes up with like an idea of this is what we're going to do. Then they get the director. Then they start picking the cast. I mean, most of their cast is already, you know, kind of pre-delegated to who it's going to be, considering you're just going to use the same characters again. Uh, That's the easy thing about sequels. You're just like, There's only like two or three of the same characters. Yeah, but like, there's not going to be a whole lot more you got to fill in there. They already know who they're going to want, who they're going to need. Because usually when you come to like bigger movies like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The budget is $145 So it's pretty, a little bit below average. Because I think average right now is 180 Or usually it's 180 mils. The bigger Hollywood ones. I'm pretty sure every Marvel movie gets around 120 to 180, depending mm-hmm. if it's like a main character Marvel hero or a side character Marvel hero. I mean, there's a lot of difference between $40 million and what you can do and how long the movie can be on there. Uh, yeah. No, the other thing I posted. Excuse me. Uh, did you see in six Palestinian, Palestinian prisoners escaped Israel through a tunnel? No. Sounds like, like I, yeah, it sounds like some great escape shit. Like I was fucking talking to Jake about it, and I was like, "Jake, did you hear that people escape through a tunnel out of prison?" They're like, 
where in the U.S. can they tell me? No, no, no. This was like in Israel, which is crazy to me that like tunneling out of prison is still a thing. Because that really hasn't been a thing in a long, long time. Or at least not in the U.S. Because in one of the prison, it's like, you know, here's a shitload of concrete. I didn't read too much in this story, but it was like they had a very thin layer of concrete in the jail cell. Then after that, it's just like, you know, gravel, sand, dirt. So they just dug out, dug down, and then Chapo that got out that way, or but that was a lot different. That's not just six random prisoners. That was yeah. I mean, he got out because they tunneled. What was it like one and a half miles? Was that a U.S. cell or no? That that was was a Mexico Mexico cell. Okay. I I, mean, they should have known. I think it was like a holding to bring him to the U.S. Right? Yeah, he's currently in the U.S. now. Well, yeah, now he's recaptured. Yeah, recaptured, but to the U.S. Originally, it was. He went behind where his toilet is, and you're supposed to be able to see, like, his chest up. And they're like, oh, he completely disappeared. Oh, well, it's like something fishy's going on if the whole, like, this is one of the biggest drug dealers. It's like if you let Pablo Escobar go. Mm-hmm. Oh, but granted, they fucking blasted Pablo Escobar when they found him rather than arrest him. Uh, that, it would have been better if they would have arrested him. It's sad to say more Brazilian or more Colombian police would have died, but to be honest, he'd already killed somebody to begin with. Which is why people were probably pretty mad. But speaking of jail, I also posted a thing of that guy in, what was it? Uh, Vietnam. The guy that got five years in jail for purposely spreading COVID to people. Oh, yeah. That's it, so it, dumb. A lot of those, like, what, southeastern Asian places or Asian countries are going real hard because what was it? it was, was it Taiwan that killed that guy? He broke COVID a lockdown. They made him do, like, 300 squats. Oh yeah, it was it was like three hundred or five hundred squats. He basically passed out and died of exhaustion while doing because they keep beating him every time he would stop and then make him redo it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like you don't have to be that harsh now. Purposely spreading COVID, that's uh, a little bit different because it's you know more of a hardcore kind of punishment on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh, what was it? Th- the other day, there was something that I was looking at that it was like... The Cuddle Buddy thing I sent you? Did you see that? No. Oh. So, I was on a certain app in someone's job. They said they were a Cuddle Buddy. Oh. And apparently, so they... There's a website called CuddleComfort.com. Mm-hmm. And it's literally... It's like uh, our anime series that we watched, Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah. Similar concept to that, but you just rent it out and someone shows up to your house and like you pay for a certain amount of time for them to cuddle with you while you watch a movie, which kind of makes sense during lockdown. You know, maybe some people that like to go to the bars to find someone to, you know, come home with and cuddle, watch a movie. Now, granted, it did say in this app, you know, there's no sexual favors that can be interchanged between two people because obviously that's prostitution. And it's illegal in Iowa. I think the only place it's legal is what? Las Vegas, Nevada? I think that's what the only place is. Just a county in uh, Nevada is. Yeah. But I was looking at it, seeing like, what were the rates? Man, it's fucking expensive to have a cuddle buddy. (laughs) Like, you could buy fucking drugs cheaper than you could buy this fucking cuddle buddy. Like, one of them was like, oh, if you want one of the more requested, like, they had different tiers of cuddle buddies, like expert cuddle people or whatever. Like, people had ratings. It was kind of similar to the rent a girlfriend thing. There's like people that are higher rated, so they cost more, more time. I was looking at one, and I found a, I found someone I know on it. Oh no! <laughs> like I was just scrolling through, I'm like, "Oh, that person looks familiar." Scroll back up, I'm like, 
oh shit and i think the rate for not that person but i saw a rate for someone who was like 150 dollars an hour jesus as a cuddle buddy and i was like ooh, like even if you only get half of that like 75 bucks an hour to go cuddle with someone i mean yeah. that's that's only for an hour they probably pay for a couple hours too is it just one of those scenarios where this is like the loop around of like oh it's 150 bucks to like cuddle but like at 20 minutes through, I really enjoy your conversation and the, the closeness is kind of, I mean, maybe, you know, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like the price I mean, is if, worth it in the end. Yeah. I wonder, like, could you imagine if they had the cuddle buddy fee, but it was like per movie, like watch this movie <laughs> cost this much. Get your money's worth by watching Gone with the Wind or Casablanca, <laughs> dude. Gone with the Wind, you know, that's like a four hour movie. It's like four hours and 52 minutes. Mm-hmm. They had it on Netflix for the longest time. I had to watch like an hour of it, go do something, come back, watch another hour of it. And be like, listen, you can't sit through this whole fucking. There's like two intermissions in that movie on Netflix. Two fucking intermissions. <laughs> God. And then Casablanca also has an intermission halfway through because I think it's like a three-hour movie. Yes. And both of both of those movies were shot on film. So imagine having to fucking cut that movie together. Because they did. There's no way you would have had like that big of a reel for a movie you would have had to change it in between. So during the intermission, they must have, they must have changed it. That's probably why it got with the windows too. So it must have changed the reel out twice mm-hmm. on top of that. Uh, I think Titanic initially had an intermission too, isn't it? Isn't it like two hours or something? I know it came on two VHS it's like two and, tapes. It's like two and a half hours. Because I think any movie over... Well, that was also early VHS as well, I think. Because uh, early VHS was, uh, I think, like a 160-minute cap. Mm-hmm. And then later VHS. I didn't know there was VHS that could hold like 12 hours. But it was like they weren't as durable because it's just thinner film that they use. And then it degrades over time. And then, you know. Uh, Another one would be Hateful Eight. The Tarantino. Yeah. How long was that? Uh, The total runtime is 213 minutes. So like three and a half. That's too long. Really? But, I mean, Lord of the Rings 2 extended edition. Mm-hmm. What the but there's edition? also a 26-minute extension. Uh, or it can be extended by 26 minutes if you watch the extended version. So it can be uh, four hours long. And it's on Netflix. <laughs> Wait, it's on Netflix right now? Yeah. The extended version's basically like the default version. It removes an intermission and adds a bunch of scenes. Excuse me. Sorry. We need to, I need to cut some of this, like, you know, us yawning. pausing and shit. Well, not yeah. yawning, just not yawning, just pausing in between because then it gets, mm. that kind of sucks. We only have two people on and the third person just keeps leaving the state constantly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you watch all the Lord of the Rings and all of the Hobbit movies together, it's 26 hours. What about the extended? The ex- yeah, the, I was just non-extended. It's like twenty. I think uh, there's like an extra hour in each one. The Hobbit. I've seen the extended Hobbit ones, and I don't think it adds too much. Extended Lord of the Rings, though, because you get more of the fights. They cut mm-hmm. out some of the fights and some of the dialogue and the background stuff. You know, the movie's long when the guy that plays Gandalf fell asleep on set twice. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see that? No. It's when they're uh, sitting in the Elven Kingdom, and he's like Gandalf sitting on the bench when they're supposed to have the round table meeting. And the guy that plays Sauron, uh, Christopher Lee, is, like, standing up there, and they're doing some behind-the-scenes stuff, which is cool that 
film costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So like doing behind the scenes for that too was pretty cool. And they were filming and it's like, Christopher, what are you looking at? Shh, he fell asleep. And it's just Gandalf <laughs> sitting there falling asleep at the fucking table. And of course the director is walking like, hey, 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 wake up, wake up. He's like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, the pivoting real quick. Did, because uh, it just came out. Did you see that Apple lost? Yeah, I saw Apple lost their lawsuit against uh, Epic Games. Yep. The, they were basically dictated that they can't charge um, for, like, uh, games. Oh, what's the best way to, like, work this? Uh, what? Well, they lost the lawsuit of uh You can Epic no games. longer force developers to use in-app in app purchasing. So, well, like, in 90 days they can have outside of app because before it was you have an app on there and Apple takes like a 30% cut just off the bat, just 30% cut of whatever you sell. Mm. Then whatever in-game purchases you have, like V-Bucks is what they use to buy skins. Well, people want to be able to have it so you buy it off the developer's website so Apple doesn't take a 30% cut because they say that's too much. They lowered it. I think it's like 15 now. No, you're thinking of Steam. Steam lowered theirs. No, I think Apple also eventually lowered theirs when Google did. Well, I know Google lowered theirs because of this big lawsuit. Then Steam lowered theirs as well. Steam's is uh, structure different. It's yeah, if you, if you make in one. November. Oh, uh, okay. Because I know with Steam. 15. Yeah, I know with Steam, if you... If you have, like, less than a million copies sold, they only take, like, a 10% or 15% cut. But if you sell over a million copies, which will be every major studio, mm. then Steam takes, like, a 20 25% cut. So, basically, they just double their cut when you sell over a million copies, which works great for smaller games or older games that are trying to be re-released. Yeah, they, uh, One, I mean, they have a similar thing with Apple where it's... It, under a million dollars in sales, it's 15%. If it's over, then it's still 30 Which is like nothing. A million dollars in sales, most apps can do that relatively quick. Yeah. Because Steam's is all copy-based, but Apple's is money-based, and I think Google's is money-based as well. Because I think it's based on how many you sell, and then they'll start uh, adding more, which and, sucks unless because... Unless it's free ones, and then it's well, yeah. all fucking ad-based. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that makes me mad is... When you think about it, let's say you're a developer. Mm-hmm. You put a $10 game on Steam. Because this happened, I think, last week. A developer gave up on making games. He literally just gave up because he put a game on Steam. It was 10 bucks, And you could beat the game within two-ish hours. Mm-hmm. So everyone was going through beating this game in like two-ish hours. And they would return it. But it was a very like story-driven game. So people were just like kind of blasting through it and not really caring, getting 100% achievement and returning it. Because if you return a game, you still get the achievements you got in it. So a lot of speedrunners. But the guy, what was it? He sold like he sold like 100,000 copies. He was super fucking happy because he sold like 100,000 copies of it. And then it had like a 50, per, it was like a 45 or 50% return ratio in the game. So it's like, imagine selling 100,000 copies and half the people return it. And it had very positive reviews. It's just, People beat it, and they're like, okay, I beat it. Might as well return it, because it's been less than two hours. I know it's tough around some of those new developers, because it's like, 
you got to charge enough money to make up for like your initial cost of developing it. Mm-hmm. I understand $10 for two hours might not, I mean, it might seem a bit much, I but mean, I mean, it depends on the story. If it's yeah. over, you know, fairly like positive that $10 for, you know, even if half the people returned it and he, you know, doesn't seem like he had a lot of negative reviews. So if like everyone that bought it, half of them returned it just because they could, like, still seems like $10 is worth it Yeah, for that game. Yeah. Well, it's still that point of people are still arguing, like, of how should Steam handle their return policy? Because, like, every other digital game, I think Steam's the only one you can return stuff on, right? Because Xbox and PlayStation, you can't return at all, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think they have very specific windows. Um, or if you, I know for PlayStation, it's you have to have a very, very good argument why you want to return it. Yeah, or something where, like, it was bought and then within, like, an hour and not launched, you can return it. Yeah. Uh, because Steam is still in that place. Blizzard of, also has one. It's, like, super iffy. You basically have, like, 30 minutes, and if you've played, like, any semblance of the game, you're not getting it back. No. But, you know, it just seems weird to me. Because Steam is in that hard spot of they want to have a return policy so people aren't buying these shitty games. And then, like us, we played Storm Chaser, bought it, because it seemed like, I think it was made in Unreal Engine, like, 3 or Mm -hmm. 2, like an older one. They're on 5 right now. 5, so it's probably 3. And we were like, yeah, it might be fun. We played it for like maybe an hour and a half. We had a decent amount of fun, but there wasn't much to it. It was very, very like, because you've played Phasmophobia, right? Or you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It looked like early Phasmophobia. Very basic, nothing too much to it. But at least Phasmophobia is fun because you can keep doing stuff. Mm -hmm. This was called Storm Chaser. So you wait for a storm to pop up on a radar. You go, you take a picture of it, and that's it. They didn't really have too much else to it. And it was very easy to like, cheese the game into getting like unlimited money and then hour and a half because every time you take a picture of the tornado you get like a certain amount of dollars so if you just sit there and go click 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 you know you immediately have ten thousand dollars and boom you can max out your memory card and then just get another unlimited amount of money so yeah. it's not as good as phasmophobia where it's like you know here's a time limit you have to chase it in this time limit you have to get a good picture of it and you have to get something in it so and it was like a 15 dollar game so we returned it you know, right away. I think BB still has it, which I feel kind of bad, but it's like everyone had fun for an hour and a half, and after an hour and a half, it's just too yeah. stale to play. That That's one of those games that makes sense for, like, YouTubers to keep in their library. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, it's been a while. You want to go, like, fuck around and see what's new in this game and, like, make a video about it? Like, you know, that, that kind of stuff makes sense. But for the average person... Um, God, there's a lot of games like that where I think at some point some a lot of people get lulled into this trap of like, oh, that game looks super fun. And then it's like, no, that game is looking super fun because of the people playing it, not the game itself. Uh, there are a good handful of games that are like that. CSGO is kind of one of them where it's like CSGO can be super fun, but that's only if you know like spray patterns, like how to rotate. Like, you have to, it's not a game you want to buy and then go and play and have fun. Mm -hmm. But if you're watching like 
Smitty or Blarg or the Do or like a lot of those guys Swagger. making funny videos yeah. on them. And you're like, oh, this game's like super fun. And then it's like, no, they're just bantering back and forth and like they're having fun while playing. And then maybe they'll get a couple cool shots. And that's the yeah. one thing where like, oh, this game looks super fun. Similar thing with Siege where you watch like Bikini. Siege, or, Siege is just uh, so, it's not fun. Yeah. So, well, it can be. It can be, but I feel like if we play I with I feel it, like it's been too long since you've played to like really gauge. There's like three new operators out and you haven't touched any of them. Yeah. Three new, oh man, I'm going to go back and play, you know, Siege after my 1500 hours and maybe it'll be better. I mean, it, things are pretty drastically different. And that's what they said about the last time when I went back and I was like, man, whatever. I don't, Siege was just, it was just too tryhardy. It has the same problem that Overwatch kind of has. Mm. Where there doesn't seem to be a huge separation between ranked and unranked. Because Siege now has, well, they've had, what is it called? Quick play, unranked, ranked. Mm. And it's like, there was, when I played, there was like, seemed like no difference between it. Because it's just, people are too, way too tryhardy. So, uh, the difference between Siege and Overwatch on the matchmaking. Uh, a, I get what you mean. Overwatch, the problem is individuals who are just going to warm up for comp use quick play. People who are just casually playing use quick play as well. And it still does the background, like, average, like, you know, it does have the hard set uh, skill rating. And then you get Siege, where you get those, like, Oh, I'm a silver, like one or whatever it is. And it's like, ah, but there's like a plat three that like also, cause they don't have the skill-based matchmaking like super locked in. So that one person who's just really good and just naturally tries hard, like shits all over everyone. And then like similar problems, but like different issues on the back end because of them. I don't know. I just have so much more fun playing single-player games now. Because, like, next month I'm streaming a whole bunch of mostly single-player games, and it's going to be stuff like Outlast, Outlast 2, Fear, Alien Isolation. It's just games I can play by myself or with people watching at the same time. Like, even today I got back in the... Did you ever play any of the Total War games? Like yeah. Shogun or... I've been playing Shogun 2. So much fun. Because you just sit there, you do what you want, you dominate. Right now I'm getting my ass kicked because I'm playing on a harder difficulty, just... I don't want to make it overly easy, otherwise I lose interest in it. Mm-hmm. But it's easy enough that I can do whatever I want. Play Frostpunk. No, I know people keep saying that, but I don't want to buy it. That's the problem. It went on sale. It was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. I just have too many games I haven't played that to justify buying yet another new game. Mm. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's pretty like, good. When we move, I I can launch it and like. Go over it. Maybe it'll, well, I've maybe seen I'll it. I've seen people play it. It looks like fun, but it's still at that point of like, eh, I don't want to buy this. Do you like, want to become a god or create a police state? No. You can do that, that in that game. No, I want everyone to do exactly what I want. You can I want. force child labor. I know. I've seen crony play it and <laughs> force child labor. It's a pretty good game. <laughs> I mean, speaking of forced child labor and uh, police, did you see that 41 people died in the Indonesian oh, jail God. when it set fire? <laughs> like... In America, there was very strict, like, fire codes, and you need to adhere to them. 
And you have like two or three people die in a fire. And they're like, oh, it's so tragic. Then there's Indonesia that's just like, yo, fuck the prisoners. Let's get out. It's like, because those, I think the thing was one of those cells that killed a good majority of them. Like 20 of them died in one cell that was meant for like five people. Again, Indonesia, get your shit, you know, straight. Don't get it fucked up. Sorry to bring us Two of them were foreigners. Oh, were they? I didn't read enough to see the foreigner part. Did it say what they were? Uh, I'm trying to launch the... Like, burning alive would be one of the worst ways to go. Burning alive or freezing to death. Burning alive because it's a lot of pain very quickly. Freezing to death, I don't think it's quite as much pain. I mean... There are some people that have gotten extreme frostbite and lost legs, and they said it wasn't as bad as yeah. people think. Considering that the... Like you being set on fire, or in a, in this case, like a fire like that, the fire isn't going to be the thing that kills you. You're basically going to drown in smoke. Yeah. So, like, smoke inhalation sucks. Uh, there were uh, 122. You say, uh, a lot. Just saying. Yeah, well, uh, fuck off. There were 122 inmates staying in the worst affected Block C for more than, far more than the 40 prisoner capacity. Yeah. There was way more people than what was supposed to be in there. Because India has that problem too. Have you seen some of those like uh, Indian jails where they just pack people in? The two foreigners, one was from Portugal and the other one was from South Africa. Oh, so two countries they don't care about. I mean, I don't care about, you know, Portugal. Only 15 guards were on duty for the entire building, which housed 2,000 inmates. Can you imagine only 15 guards? So, like, Roosevelt in 2013 had, like, 2,500 students. So, could you imagine only, like, 17 teachers to evacuate all of the school? I mean, well, it's fucking dumb. Considering, like, most schools nowadays... We'd only have 30 to do it anyways. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But could you imagine? That's a lot of fucking people. Two th- 15 guards for 2,000 people. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's pretty much all I have. Minus two big things. Smoke alarm in the ISS was set off yeah. by some burning plastic on the Russian side of the module, which I've already discussed. There are dangers coming from the Russian. It's not blaming Russia. It's just that module is one of the older modules, and they just haven't had time to repair or replace it because it's very expensive to repair or replace that shit. It's not like, you know, pop it off, pop a new one on. You got to like seal everything, make sure everything's good. Cause it's, I think it's one piece in between two other pieces. So it's like, you got to disconnect it and then get another piece on and make sure it's still, there's a lot that goes into fixing the ISS. Then the other thing, uh, I'm going to say her name, Ryan, the next of them, sex cult co-founder Nancy Salzman, was arrested and uh, or sentenced to prison on there. She's only going to spend 42 months in prison for her role in the manipulative uh, New York sex cult, which is weird considering some of the other people in the sex cult got like 20 years in prison, or I think one person got life in prison, like two consecutive life prison sentences. Uh, she's probably the rat, to yeah. be fair. I mean, it's <laughs> probably... Like, at first I saw her, and I thought, oh, my God, is that her governor? Because it kind of looked like her for a second. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that is not our governor. I just can't believe people still go in the cults 
Or they just get manipulated. I've had enough. this woman sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have I have a laughing track for that. Oh no! Don't hit the laughing track. I don't remember which one it is. It's, There's technically a little it's template. The bottom sp- right. Is I it believe. the bottom right? No, bottom left. Never mind. I forgot which one it was. That one works. <laughs> I was close. I don't know what that fucking. Every time I hear that bottom right track, it just makes me think of my hero. Mm-hmm. Whenever they go to like prom or the fucking hall where they go and eat food, it's like do 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 do. It's that's pretty much all I have. There was other things that happened this week, but yeah, nothing uh, too eventful. Nothing happened this week for me besides went to the ARL again, held a few cats. Yo, I got sick as shit. Yeah, just almost died. I didn't almost die. It was you did die. It was like a stomach bug that like ravaged our household. I think between my brother's place and ours, only one person, two people didn't get sick because it was just like um, my dad has an immune system like a tank and my nephew is five and it's always hit or miss with kids where it's like, uh, are you going to get sick or just walk everything off? And kids can walk almost anything off. Like, honestly, like kids are built pretty tough. Well, yeah. I mean, they're well, built they're pretty in- tough after the age of three, before the age of three, they're just like, you fucking drop them. They could fucking die, which is yeah. like a lot different than like deers. Well, they're especially around that time. Their immune system is like, soviet marching into germany <laughs> levels of like we're ready <laughs> so uh they <laughs> but i think there was probably like 11 people that got sick in a three-day time period it was pretty bad that's what happens when you go to a fucking crowded place of people yeah but thankfully it wasn't hey COVID. joe rogan got covid oh well, yeah i don't know did we talk about that last time yeah oh okay i can remember we talked about one ha yeah but the thankfully we didn't get covid it was just a stomach kind of flu is vomiting, uh, cha chas, diarrhea, and that was it. Basically, it would. It was so funny <laughs> listening to Justice in Discord. Like, I'll be back. It's like, oh, oh, he's gonna go shit himself. He's like, man, I'm gonna shit myself. You just have those moments, especially like with something like that kind of flu. You can tell the difference between like stomach wise even just the noise it's making where it's like oh this isn't like the normal kind of like it's when your stomach curdles and you're just like man i gotta get Mm. to the bathroom or it's just gonna be a fucking mess yeah but basically it was one of those like uh you start to feel like slightly worse and worse and worse over a couple hours and then you just reach that point where it's like i guess it's time to throw up as you're like sitting on a toilet and then you get like 10 hours of sleep and then you wake up and you're like all right i feel better and then that's that it's it's super annoying it's basically like i've wasted a day and in my case because covid exists it's like all right well it's been a four-day excursion because i need to be tested and work is being very vigilant and making sure Especially for my position, I can't just get everyone in there sick because we're the most important department in the entire workplace. Uh, Like, no joke. We can operate without supervisors present. 
they can't operate without us. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. So it's like cool. I guess one important thing we should talk about before we end it. This will be that the the last last thing is uh the who was it CDC and OSHA requiring vaccines for workplaces over a hundred people. Yeah, or mandatory testing weekly. And man, not saying which workplace because I work two places again. But one of the places is definitely going, like, a lot of people are like, yo, I'm going to quit. If they make me get a vaccine, it's like, ooh, a different other department job opening up? I mean, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> Which is weird considering, like, I don't know. It's just weird that a hundred or more. I wonder if that's because those are usually businesses that can afford to pay for it. Because, well, uh, the vaccine's I- free already. I wonder if they're using the same criteria that they did for um, the Affordable Care Act. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Well, I mean, it just surprised me that some people still don't have the COVID shot at this point. It's people that are like, yo, it's the government trying to track him. Like, yes, because every government is working together right now. Even China. Also, please present, like a physical way for them to have a tracking device right here. No, like one that could physically be done as a shot. I mean, technically there is, but there's do it's not financially feasible to do it to like what? 380 million Americans or a billion people across the earth. Yo, that's why we have the chip shortage. (gasps) How they know. (laughs) No, it's fucking, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Even if we did have something like that, like the world's smallest computer that is like smaller than a grain of rice can literally just, it can only do like what? Send like one, one and one zero and just repeat itself. Like technically yeah. it's it, a it's computer, a, but it, it's like, it does like very, very basic functionality. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's all like super binary and that stuff like to send a signal requires so much like energy. Like yeah. If you have a cell phone, you can't device. bitch about someone tracking you. Yeah, it's literally built into your phone. Every phone company will throw you under the fucking bus when it comes to them. Yes, yes, that's all I got. All right, uh, that's all I got too. Hey, oh, new new logo on the channel. Is it up? No, I I just got the like oh. an hour ago. Oh, so there'll be a new banner, not a logo, but the banner will be there. So nice. it's not just Jeff and Jeff. Mm. That'll be. It's cool. Look out for that. Yeah. Goodbye.